I was probably 19 or 20 the first time I walked into L'Église Sacré-Cœur, the Church of the Sacred Heart. The church sits just on the outskirts of the University of Ottawa's downtown campus. It's this modern building looking mostly like hexagons and polygons. You could miss it easily. It blends into the sort of brutalist structures that filled the university campus. As a part of one of my assignments for my Catholic ethics class, we were invited to take in various religious observations. And one of them was to attend a Teze service at Sacre-Cœur. I'll never forget the first time. I walked into the church not knowing what to expect. I knew that the worship was filled with music, sung prayers, prayed over and over again, but I didn't know much more. I did show up early because they advertised if you showed up an hour early, they'd teach you the songs. I thought that sounded great because most of the songs were sung not in English, but in Latin and Polish and Lithuanian and French and German. So it felt like a good plan. What I didn't know is the sneaky sister who organized it, and I say sister because she was a Catholic nun, she advertised that come early and learn the songs as another name for the choir. And so suddenly, I was in the choir. I think the first time I went, I was the only person in my section. The sister figured out what section I was in, making me sing in front of everyone by myself, which was a sort of terrifying experience. And when we came to my part of each of the songs, I was singing by myself in front of a bunch of strangers. But the prayers and the music, they, they did their work on me. And when we entered the candlelit sanctuary for the service, well, it was magical. I would return every month. Something about the experience just spoke to me. Now, for a long time, we've thought about having another podcast called Center, where Deeper would allow us to go deeper into the experience and the thoughts and the ideas. Center would allow us a little respite from the world, a time to just connect inward. Now, I don't know if we're going to do this often, but when I left the church last night walking out into the night sky, I just had that same sense of calm and peace that I had the first time I had encountered Teze. So today on the podcast, you're invited to a virtual Vespers service. You're invited to take this time to feel the music move through you. We're going to move between words and song using the recordings from the Vespers service sung by Benjamin Hansen, our music director. Sarah Edwards is there on some of them and all of the piano done by Dr. Xinxuan Lin. So I invite you to prepare. To shake off whatever came before to allow yourself to come into this time as a time of receiving, of resetting, and remembering. That even though you're listening to this in your headphones on the walk, doing the chores, or maybe out loud in your living room, that we are making this space holy, holy together. Take a deep breath. Let yourself lay down whatever burdens are on your heart this morning. 
Let yourself rest in song and silence. Let yourself find that stillness that comes only through release and surrender. Come into this time that was crafted for you. As we breathe in and we breathe out. Come, spirit, come. Veni Sancte Spiritus, Veni Sancte Spiritus, Come Holy Spirit, from heaven shine forth, with your glorious light, Veni Sancte Spiritus, 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 Come, healer of the poor, come, generous spirit, come, light of our hearts, Veni Sancte Spiritus, Veni Sancte Spiritus, Veni Sancte Spiritus. Come from the four winds, O Spirit, come, breath of God, disperse the shadows over us, renew and strengthen your people. I don't know about you, but in the last little while, I've gotten a bit stuck, stuck in a certain mindset. The mindset that I'll be okay, that I'll be able to handle whatever happens only when I know what is going to happen next. Only when my story's ending is revealed, only when 
in my mind, a clear conclusion is drawn about what is about to happen, or at least the range of possibilities. Only when surety rules the day could I confidently wade deeper into life, deeper into the future, into relationships, into risk. This posture is a rather white-knuckled, grasping way of approaching life, setting as impossible the conditions for trust and confidence. For when we are faced with the collision of the chaotic, unpredictable elements, events, and particles, which is another fancy way of talking about life, if that is how we approach it, the only way for us is to retreat. Because we won't be able to know what will happen. So we withdraw or dissociate or disconnect. All of those being polar opposites of what we are called towards. Because love always calls us to a deeper form of trust. A trust in our own capacity, our collective capacity to navigate whatever might arise. A faith, if you will, that we need not grasp tightly but touch life reverently and tenderly. This next song in classical Christian theology might be seen as being sung solely to God. It goes, stay with me, remain here with me, watch and pray. But in this time, I'm encountering it as a prayer aimed directly at that fearful part of myself. That part of myself that needs all the answers, that wants to pull away. When what is needed is to remain knee-deep in the mess of life. Stay with me, I say to myself. Remain here with me. Don't retreat. Don't retreat because you don't know what to do or are afraid of what will happen, afraid that you will become overwhelmed or that something will hurt you. All that you have to do is watch, witness, and pray. And as the philosopher Simone Weil wrote, prayer is simply attention taken to its highest form. Stay with me, remain here with me, watch and pray, watch and pray, stay. Stay. 
approach and pray. Stay with me, remain here with me. Watch and pray. Watch and and pray, watch and pray, stay with me, remain here with me, watch and pray. and pray. Stay with me, remain here with me, watch and pray, watch and pray. I Can't Stop Being in the Present by Adrian Marie Brown Noticing how the pa- Noticing how the past tells me what I should care about and the future tells me what I should fear and the past tells me what we forget and the future tells me what we must dream but here I breathe in noticing the gift I too often take for granted not knowing how many breaths I have left, I want to spend them being love. I have done so much, so many tasks, but what matters most has been the listening to the thirsting dirt, the spiraling wind, the wake of murmuration, to the drumbeat of ant feet moving abundance with a million hands, the sacred erotic of pollination, the innocent violence of predators feeding their children, the way of the wild that wastes nothing. The way the cedar gives me permission to pray, the orgasmic openings of mushrooms pulling the yes for miles underground. I thought someone else had all the answers, all the instructions, and I, stumbling and following, praying to become worthy, must admit that I have been grieving and grieving all I don't know and don't trust and grieving so deeply a world that is still breathing anticipating failure in spite of my own visions. But when I listen, the universe is reminding me I cannot be taken from her. I am never untethered from her roots, never beyond the whole, and nothing is lost, it is lived. And we are not here to win, but to experience love, and those who do not know love are missing life in spite of all other accumulations and when I listen, the universe is teaching me that control is impossible and that seasons will change and enough is a feeling that cannot be measured and the 
small circle is the deepest and I cannot teach anyone what I have not practiced and I cannot change anyone but myself and I will never feel free in a position of demand and I am already free and we are and when we realize it, we cannot be contained and we are never even when we are lonely, even when we are distinctly, even when we distinctly suffer, even when we distinctly succeed, we are of lineage, of collective, of era, of farmers' hands and strangers, praying, of singers with their heads thrown back. We are always dancing with our ghosts and praying with our great-great-grandchildren. We are always the harvest and the future is being decided. The is being practiced, the future is being planted in this breath and this breath, and this breath. So I breathe in, noticing the gift too often taken for granted, not knowing how many breaths I have left. I want to spend them being love. I'm going to invite us into a time of silence. Two minutes, which might seem odd, to be invited into silence from a podcast. But we so crave a time of intentional stillness. We'll ring a bell to begin. We'll ring a bell as we end. Settle yourself in, allowing that still small voice a chance to break through the clamor.
Ubicaritas translates to where charity and love abound, God is there, which is probably one of the most universal translations. Ubicaritas translates to where charity and love abound, God is there, the God that gifted us breath. And whatever However you translate that word, God, I think of it as the spirit of potential, the power of what is possible when we recognize that deep humanity within all of us, where love and charity abound, God is there, reminds us that when we are loving, when we commit to spend each of our breaths on love, we won't ever be alone because something, something greater joins us there. I hope you enjoyed this special interlude into your lives. Love to hear your feedback. If this is something you appreciate more often, you can drop us a line at deeperpod at foothillsuu.org. D-E-E-P-E-R-P-O-D at foothillsuu.org. Wishing you many blessings as we move into this time of darkness, holidays, and hopefully delight. <laughs>